What is going on, guys? This is Brendan Burns, and welcome to The Brendan Burns Show. Join me as I interview, dissect, and share the stories of high performers who have created the life that they deserve on their terms. I sit down with speakers, professional athletes, and successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who have chosen to live a life of fulfillment and joy over status and money. In each episode, I share actionable strategies that you can implement in your life, plus inspiration along the way. So come join me for this episode of The Brendan Burns Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Brendan Burns Show. Joining us today is former professional NFL player, Freddie Mitchell. Freddie Mitchell is a former wide receiver who played for the Philadelphia Eagles in the National Football League. He was chosen as a consensus All-American in 2000 while playing college football for UCLA. The Eagles selected him in the first round of the 2001 NFL Draft, and he spent four seasons as a member of the Eagles and is most well known for converting on a 4th and 26 catch that took the Eagles to Super Bowl 39. Freddie was a four-sport athlete at Kathleen High School and grew up in Lakeland, Florida, and Freddie is now sharing his story with us and focusing his efforts on helping the state of mental health for athletes, veterans, and people all over the world. Freddie, I've been waiting so long, and I'm so excited for this interview. Welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me, bro. This is amazing. This is amazing. I'm here in New York. Brenda, I've been talking. You've been mentoring me um, for a while now, and now I'm big big time enough to come on the show. Uh, <laughs> well, we have to wait, right? Oh, yeah, we, we have, have to wait. wait. We have to wait. <laughs> no, but um, Freddie, it's so exciting having you here. We did a workshop last night in New York talking about relationships. Amazing. You, just, you lit up that room, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity, but let's just go back in time, mm-hmm. right? What was it like growing up? Was your childhood like? How was football part of that? You know, it's funny. My childhood was, you know, very interesting, but very boring. It was, uh, I was a country boy, you know, in Lakeland, Florida, um, full of orange groves and, and cow pastures. And, uh, you know, it was, I was basically raised on one of them, uh, with one of the families where you say, hey, be home before the streetlights come on, you know? And uh, I always really wanted to be appreciated by my friends, you know, and uh, I saw that sports was a way um, to get me that appreciation to see the real me. Right. And so I kind of use try to use sports and use that platform um, to be to get appreciated by people, by my peers. Wow. That's so interesting because in my life I used education and intelligence and my Wall Street exactly. job for that because I felt like just who I was maybe wasn't enough. Right. Um, what were your parents like? Were they there? Were they present? They were definitely there. Uh, it was it was definitely opposite from you from you from your growing up you know you know you went to through a lot of uh, trials and tribulations uh, growing up um the married um may they were married the whole time um still married um let's see my dad was a pastor my mom just was a you know regular uh, consultant at work and uh just a normal real normal family you know uh it was really no i've really never seen them argue or anything like that um they always took me to practices, and, and it was just a very normal family. I had a sister and a brother, you know, and um, I mean, it was it was it was actually too normal. 
you know? Yeah. So, uh, and, and I don't know if that hurt me or helped me, but I'm here and uh, I'm striving. That's interesting. So, yeah. so relatively, you know, normal childhood. And then, right. so, you, so what was sports like in your upbringing? When did you realize you had this God-given talent? Uh, I needed sports, you know. Sports was my was my outlet, you know. Sports was my fishing right now, you know. It was someone to get away from everything and just to enjoy uh, yourself. Uh, I think that it gave me structure. It gave me obedience. It gave it gave me a lot of things that and a lot of tools that I use in in everyday life right now. And. It's just, I, I could never get appreciated. I was never appreciated, though, you know, and it's still weird because I still search for that appreciation, you know. It's like, okay, you're a first-round draft pick, you're All-American, all that stuff that you read, yeah. but in society, they still want you to have more stats. They yeah. want you to do more. They want you to win more, and it's just like, can I ever be good enough for anybody? Yeah. You know? Oh, I remember, yeah, my Wall Street days, it's like, oh, man, I really want that check for a million bucks. Right. And then you get it, and then there's a guy with 10 million. Right. And you get it, and it's just like, it's never enough. And so in your journey, what did you learn about, like, self-appreciation? Because that's the external world that, like, the NFL and our society breeds, Mm -hmm. is, hey, you're not enough, go get it outside. Right. How have you found an ability to start appreciating yourself internally. Yeah, because self, self-value, self-worth is just, you know, it's a whole different beast, man. And a lot, of, and I, I see a lot of these people, like in your amazing workshop, you know, I, I said last night, I was like, hey, do you know your worth? Yeah. Know your value, you yeah. know? And, and, and with you saying that to answer that question, um, I don't know. I don't really know if there's a tool that 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 happened. It was just, you know, I was just so mad. You know, it came to a point in my life that I was just so mad because I sacrificed so much to be to get appreciated. I don't know uh, that I was just like, you know what? I love myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care about any of you. I love myself, yeah. and that's it. You can't tell me that. So if, for the for your listeners out there, you know what I'm saying? Right. You need to just be like that one time. You just like you know what? I'm beautiful. I love myself. <laughs> I know myself value, and I don't care what none of you say. And yeah. if you say that every day to yourself, yeah, no one can stop you. You make me think of this picture I saw of the actor Jack Nicholson, Uh and he's like bald, and he's got like one string of hair up, and he's like, the more you learn to just not give a fuck, the better off you are, like what other people think. Right, and just love yourself, Yeah, And, and you will understand... The quality of life that you have, you know, and it's yeah. and it was so funny too because uh, I was walking in New York. You remember when you gave me um, you're like Freddie, go outside, go see everything, and and, and then you know you, you kind of gave me a um, you know a, 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 it was a lesson or something to do, and then I came back and then I I just thought to myself because that's something like man, there's billions of people here, yeah. and. When I was in Lakeland, Florida, I was trying to find my identity, you know, and I could kind of really find my identity in in Lakeland, Florida, because I'd see like people every day, the same people. But in New York, it was overwhelming and it was a billion people and I'm walking around and I'm like, I have no identity here. What do I do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, man. 
I gotta call Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why finding that community is really important. Right. And it sounds like football, even though it may not have been your truest self, you were looking for that appreciation. And it was my community. safety net. Yeah. You yeah. know, almost so to say, I mean, it was like, man, the camaraderie and the thing, the thing that I get, I get super depressed, you know, and yeah. I still get super depressed. Um, and and if, if you say, what do you get super depressed for? Or what's the main thing? It's like, man, not being able to go in that locker room and yeah. just, you know, say, hey, man, what's going on? You know, and just the team camaraderie, yeah. that hurts me. Yeah. So when you, um, when you're like, you're developing a community and you say that, uh, what, what is it online? What is it? Yeah, my Mastery Academy program. The Mastery, yeah. And, yeah. and, and they have a community exactly. that, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe um, I'm not doing this right because my, you know, my safety net, my community uh, with your with your mastery class, you know, uh, calls them out, holds them accountable. Yeah. And which is an amazing thing. Yeah. And with that being said, the team, you know, they hold me accountable because right. I need to do my job for yeah. the whole team to be yeah. to, 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 to be successful. And it's just so many things like that that, you know, the world of sports bring um, that people don't really realize because it's almost like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know the word uh, right now for it, but it's just, it's there, but it's just, you know, it's not, it's not really direct in front of your face. So yeah. it's, uh, the world of sports is, is a pretty cool thing. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the good stuff from mm -hmm. football. Like I thought um, we just did. <laughs> no, no. I mean, because we were talking a little you bit. You mean me being depressed? <laughs> <laughs> no, like let's talk about um, you know either high school or when you were playing at UCLA. Right. Like, and I'm also really I loved. I love them times. Yeah, and yeah. like, when did you realize that you had pro level talent? Like, was there a game, a moment, like when you were like, I can do this? You know, it's so it's, it's amazing. You say that. Uh, I really when I was in the ninth grade I was on the uh, JV team and we had some real real big my cousin is Ray Lewis and uh, he was a uh, Hall of Fame athlete for, for those who don't know Hall of Fame athlete uh, for the uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, went to the University of Miami I mean he's just all the accolades that you could ever you know hear and uh, get in for, from a football player MVP Super Bowl so um so there was a lot of scouts coming going to being around uh, the area as far as uh, Lakeland, Florida. Mm. And they would come to the practice trying to find the next Ray Lewis. You know, who's right. the next Ray Lewis, blah, blah, blah. And because he was just doing dominating college football. So um, I basically, you know, I was there in ninth grade and scouts was looking and everything else and, and it was, I remember his name was Coach Leinberger came to me and said he started laughing I said coach what's going on because I used to play you know defense and offense he's like man you got all these scouts over here <laughs> <laughs> saying who's that who's that boy board number 80 can I, I want to offer him a scholarship and and I'm like What's what's a scholarship? He's like, yeah, I want to offer him a scholarship. I'm like, why does he want to offer me? What what's that? Why does he want to offer me a scholarship? Because I was really, you know, oblivious to all that stuff. He's like, he's like, to go to college, man. I'm like, what, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, man. I'm like, 
I'm in ninth grade. And he's like, he starts laughing. He's like, that's what I told him. He said, I, w- I told him, hey, he's only in ninth grade. So by the time I get to 12th grade, I mean, literally boxes of boxes of uh, from every single college you can know. It's just, I mean, it was amazing. Uh, say, hey, we want you to come here. Full ride, full ride, full ride, full ride. Anywhere in the world, you know, you became a blue chip, chip All-American. And, you know, your name's like, basically in the database of like hey will he come so to, to forward to college though yeah which is man i mean it's just it's amazing because the first day i went to college you see basically they're grown men you know because you have the uh you know seniors i don't think they are yeah, they called seniors. Red shirt, yeah. Yeah. yeah and i'm like it really hurt me too because i became super depressed again because i'm just like you know how am I supposed to make it in the league? These guys are, you know, know, I'm not even thinking, I can't even make it here, much less the NFL, you know? Mm, So it was just, became a moment where I was just like, you know what? Screw these guys, you know? I'm me, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to be the best me I can be. And with that being said, you know, I I developed a mentality, I'm going to outwork you. Yeah. If you're out drinking, if you're out doing anything, I'm gonna outwork you. I'm gonna outwork you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what you're not doing to become successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and with that being said, I uh, you saw it. You just saw it. Just the potential just kept on going and kept on rising, kept on rising. And 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 with that being said, you know, um, I start breaking records. You know. And people start talking about me. And I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to the league. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go to that. I'm that good. And and, and really that was how it was because um, I I had so many trials and tribulations. I broke my, my femur. I broke my leg in football. Right. When? Yeah, I broke it in my my first my first year coming out as a redshirt freshman. I broke my leg after having the best Literally the best game of, of, of college of, of college football, you know what I'm saying? Wow. It, it was against um, Houston, but after I played the first game, I was like ABC uh, player of the game. Mm. Like it was against uh, Ricky Williams and Kay McNow, two Heisman hopefuls, and yeah. my name was just the only name being talked about, which was wow. amazing. Um, so with that being said, again, I um, – I broke my leg. I overcame that obstacle. I came in and 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 I started breaking records, and I left my junior year. So when I say when I say screw you, I'm going to the league. It was really my my decision to go to the league, yeah. because I could have stayed another year. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. I said, you know what? Let me go. So I did that, and uh, that's that's how great high school and and college was for me. Um, I really liked yeah. it because because the business side of it, when you go to the next level, yeah. it's not all cookies and cream. Yeah. Is it peaches and cream or cookies <laughs> and cream? Either one. Okay, I mean, okay. It's, it's interesting you say it. So what was it like? So you obviously had this huge college career, so mm-hmm. you were feeling confident that you would right. get drafted, of course. Um, but what was where were you when the 2001 draft happened? 
And what was that like, that moment when they called you in that first round? Oh, my God. Funny story, bro. You, you love this. This is why you got me on here for the stories. I, <laughs> I really understand it. Entertain you, right? <laughs> you, like, ask the questions. It's like, hey, you know what, Freddie? Let it ride, bro. <laughs> so I actually went back to my roots. You know, I got an invite to New York City, which is funny that we're here right now, right? Uh, I got an invite here, and I was like, you know what? No, I, I actually want to be with my family. I want to be with my mom and dad, and, uh, you know, because I, I, I realized the sacrifice that they put, you know, for me to be successful, yeah. and, and uh, in your mastery class, you talk about a lot of, a lot of that, um, yeah. as far as, what do you, well, I don't, you didn't use the word sacrifice, I wrote, I wrote it in the, uh, on my notes, it started with an S, Surrender. Surrendering. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, um, and but I I use you know sacrifice is my favorite word, but you use you use that, and I I feel like what they surrendered, or let me go in and use sacrifice for me to be uh, who I was uh, was it really set my foundation. Um, So I went over there. I got. Had the phone right here, the old school Nokia. You remember Nokia? Is it oh, Nokia? yeah, those little phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Nokia phone, and I'm watching the TV. Yeah. And I'm like in a, I'm in a, um, you know, in a, we were, they, they downsized, got an apartment, and I get a phone call, right? And this, I got, I got drafted, I think 24, 25, I forgot what, which one it was. Um, some things really aren't that much important to me. It's like, but his first round was, you know, great. Yeah. So, got around maybe like, let's see, twentieth, the pick twenty, and I get a phone call. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to this team because they got, you know, this team has the next pick and this team has the next right. pick. I'm like, oh man, I'm going here. I'm ready to go. I say hello, and a British accent. Is like, hello, darling, and calls from a private number. I'm like, and I don't know if you know this, but Elizabeth Hurley, I used to be her roommate in college. That's a whole nother story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The supermodel, yeah. So she calls me, and she's just calling me normally because she doesn't know about She doesn't about know me. the NFL draft happening. She doesn't know the draft is happening. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And I don't want to be rude. She's, you know, she, she, she was actually, you know, a big part of, you know, me uh, just relaxing and being who I am. Mm. So I'm talking, we're talking, I'm talking. 20, 20 pick goes, <laughs> 21 pick goes, 23 pick goes. I'm like, okay, well, you know, and you know, us athletes, we're superstitious. I'm like, man, is, is she blocking me right yeah, now? Yeah, I got to get up a lot of But I stayed on, and then something, somebody comes in, and I, I see a 215 area code come up. I'm like, I think that's them. And I don't know what the area code is or whatever else. I say, hey, Elizabeth, uh, um, I, and I end and I say, this is draft day. Um, can I call you right back? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what team I'm going to go to. She's like, oh, okay, well, just call me when you find out what team you go to. Like, she really <laughs> <laughs> No idea. Yeah. So I hit, I, hit, I hit it over, and 
They're like, hey, Freddie Mitchell? I'm like, yes, yeah, so how you doing? He's like, oh, man, we're super hyped. This is uh, blah, blah, blah from the Philadelphia Eagles. You're about to be picked next. I'm like, oh, really? That is amazing. He's like, yes. He's like, we're so excited to have you. You know, yeah, I remember, you know, Andy Reid was here, and um, you ate In-N-Out Burger with him <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yes, I love Andy. I love his kids, and um, which, which is amazing, too, because, like, Andy Reid came to UCLA, and I took him a tour around the um, you know the campus, and he got to see who I really was as a person, and it just you know we fell in love with each other. He was he like became my uh, my second dad, wow. and um, his two sons like yeah. became my brothers. You were very close with them. Right? I was very close with the sons, and long story short, with that. Um, one of his sons ended up uh, committing suicide, yeah. you know, overdosing on heroin wow. in yeah. the training camp. Wow. Yeah. So, and we thought that he was getting his life uh, back together. And, you know, it's just, you know, you just need the right safety net. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. need that right, like we were saying at your mastery session. Is it, it was at the workshop. Yeah. Um, Having that community, you know, what I'm saying, you just yeah. don't understand how much that is, uh, how, how what the value to that. Mm-hmm. But yet, you can get it for a thousand dollars a month, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, it was a great price, though. You did, you were actually doing people a, a very, very good service. I appreciate that. Oh, appreciate your you. service. Of course. Um, but. Yeah, I found out I was going to the Philadelphia Eagles. That's when I found out. I was very excited. The next day I flew. You know, you, you, it, was, it was emotional, man. You, you cried. Well, yeah, what's that like when you wake up and, you know, you know you're going to get drafted, right? But yeah. you could be on, go moving to Philly tomorrow or you could be yeah, moving yeah. to yeah. Texas. Like. And even when you're there, man, when you when you know the word surreal, you know, when you really, really know the word, word surreal and, and, like, put it in, you know, ha, ha, been involved and it happens to you – then yeah. you can use the word. You, know yeah. you always hear people using these neat words, right? Yeah. And it's just like, when am I going to feel that euphoric feeling? Right. You know what I'm saying? When can I use that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. So I just basically live my life uh, around using big words that, you know, and feeling involved. But it's, it's great. I love this, you know? Yeah. So surreal is the word that I'm going to use, you know? Yeah. It's, but it's the, I don't know, I don't know if it was, um, quote about the unknown that was so scary though yeah you know it's like okay let's see i could be in philadelphia i could be in new york i could be and and then really how my life i think about it like how my life would have been if i would have you know had a quarterback like peyton manning or i would have you know had a peyton like a quarterback like drew Brees, which we had the same uh agent uh and in, in, in we were the same draft class and uh, michael vick you know yeah. so it's just yeah. it's very interesting how we're, the world go or how society or how things can just change and dictate your success yeah well let me ask you a question speaking of success okay at every level especially the highest one the nfl Mm-hmm. You know, you can get there, and then, like, how many people did I meet when we connected at the Super Bowl who were amazing guys and amazing athletes mm-hmm. who got drafted and played in one game, mm-hmm. and that was it. And you said, you talked about this a little bit with UCLA, where you're like, I'm just going to do me and see how that goes. Right. Is that what happened, like, when you got to Philadelphia? Because 
you know, we talked about your Wikipedia page the other day. Oh my god! How long? You know, your the fourth and twenty-sixth play has its own Wikipedia page. Does it really? <laughs> yeah. Does it mean that I'm a big deal or just? I a don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Both. But, but seriously, um, you know, when you get to UCLA, you're intimidated, but you stepped up and you broke the records, mm-hmm. and then you got to the NFL, and you know, you played for many seasons, mm-hmm. and you're a well-known retired NFL athlete. Like, mm-hmm. what in you? in addition to the talent, right? Because there's so many talented people who play one game on special teams and then that's it versus how did you play for many years? What was it? Bro, you know, just like, and, and I don't want to speak for your, for you, but, you know, I, I really know you a lot, uh, a, a long time now, and to me a long time. And at Wall Street with you, I mean, I was depressed as fuck the whole time. Yeah. I did not like my job. Do you have that feeling? Did Absolutely. you? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I know, and I, I was doing, and I was doing it. You know, when you talk about my Wall Street days, mm-hmm. you go back to my parents, and I, I talked a little bit about my relationship workshop about the fighting and the yes. smashing and the violence. Can I give a shout out to Gabby too? Gabby, know your value, babe. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, really, I was like, okay, I did not come to this workshop to cry. You know, <laughs> no, damn yeah. it, Gabby, you're making me cry. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, and, and for the listeners, Gabby um, came to my relationship workshop in New York last night, and she's in, in a toxic or a very unhealthy relationship. Wow. Yeah. Um, and leaving that and seeing her worth is, is hand in hand. Right. And it's like for yeah. So when my parents were fighting, mm-hmm. it was about money. So I said, I was like, I'm not going to play in the NFL, so how am I going to make my millions? Right. Wall Street, I had the brain, I had the networking, so I did it, and, you know, someone could ask me, oh, what made you successful at it, and I can talk about that, Mm -hmm. but we could also talk about underneath the success Mm -hmm. was the unhappiness. Right, And then the coping, and the lack of fulfillment, and I think what's so cool is that we're sitting here talking today about how, yeah, we had these really tough things in our lives. But look at what I'm doing now instead of Wall Street. Look right. At what you're doing now instead of football. Right. And, uh, and and that's the thing, man. Finding what makes you happy in life, you know. And and that's what I had to do when I was in in in, in the NFL. Like, okay, well, what do you need, to, Freddie? You need to develop your niche and develop what makes you you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And once I did that. I really, really had my identity on the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, it's all about identity, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, sometimes identity can be a good thing, sometimes identity can be a a bad thing. You know, some people have that identity as like, man, look at that douchebag, you know? (laughs) <laughs> or look at that, you know, look at that guy. He's a motivator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, you know, so, but my identity, I, I developed and I needed that identity um, to actually be able to survive because that, that, that game of football, it's a, what can you do for me, you know, now? You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't care about your past. What yeah. can you do for me right now, next play? What, what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, when I, when I had to, uh, I had to adapt. You know, I had to adapt to that and really did not, did not like, I didn't, it wasn't a real a good environment um, when I was with the Eagles. And that's another thing that came up in your, not to keep on bringing up the uh, workshop last night, but... You know, you had great people there, and they were like, you know, man, I I just can't find a relationship. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, look at your environment. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not in a great environment. You go anywhere else, you know what I'm saying, in the world, uh, you know, you, you can excel. You can do whatever else. I had a friend last night. He pointed that out to me. He's like, you know what, Freddie? I couldn't be in Seattle, Washington. That just isn't me. Seattle isn't me. I don't care what kind of job is there. He chose his environment to have a better quality of life. Yeah. And with that being said, it was just like, I get it. You know? Yeah. So it's like, know your worth, know your value, like I said. Yeah. And and, and, and set don't set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up, you know what I'm saying, for a great quality of life. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, spot on. I couldn't agree more. And I want to talk about this Bleacher Report article. Oh, that's amazing. It was a long article profiling you mm-hmm. and your positive contribution to the Philadelphia community. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you found that community in Philadelphia? What's that like for you now? You're contributing tremendously. But do you feel like you're at home there? It's Philly's hard, man. Philly is hard. I, it's, it's, a, it's a very hard community, and I know that it needed mental health. Yeah. <clears throat> for the athletes that go through there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because, I mean, it's like, it is funny because I see an athlete right now, I don't want to call his name out, but, like, he's trying, he's doing too much to right. try to be appreciated by Philly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you just don't know Philly, bro. Yeah. You know, you don't need to, you don't need to wear the Philadelphia versus everybody and, yeah. the, you know, all that stuff. You don't need to do that, bro. <laughs> what you need to do in Philadelphia is you need to bust your ass mm-hmm. and, 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 and not post about money and all this other yeah. crazy stuff. Be a, Put on your heart, your, your hard hat yeah. and, it, and work hard yeah. and put up numbers. Yeah. Instead of wearing the newest, you know, Phillies or, or, or Sixers or Eagles uniform, and no, yeah, go out there and and and, and work hard because they'll see it, yeah, and then they'll love you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's it's hard because I just you know, athletes uh, and uh, to to the viewers out there, uh, the listeners, um, when you what I'm doing now is it's just a mental health facility uh, for athletes. You know, it's uh, a lot of athletes are very depressed. You yeah. know, you know, society puts them on this pedestal right. and think that they just can never be broken. Yeah, <laughs> you like you're a superhero. Yeah, like, oh, let me just go get this guy's autograph. Right. Like, right. what about the identity of who he is ne- and what he's feeling? You never know. Yeah. You know, and um, and that's the thing. And I'm sure that you'll get to it when I um, when I had my, my when I was at my lowest low and and and, and I, when I was in car man it was just like you know you would look at people and you're like man you never know what's going on with his life you never know especially coming off the phones when you see people just coming uh, hang up the phone and just turn and just you never know what happens you know what i'm saying yeah did did he just catch his wife cheating did he you know did did, you know did a phone bill didn't get paid oh it's just man so giving giving athletes the tools to succeed, yeah. you know, as far as not, you know, because the coach gives you the plays, yeah. you know, the coach uh, uh, shows you what's going to happen right. in this defense. If you do this, this is what play we're going to run. And you know what I'm saying? This is the, and this is the play, right. you know, these are the options. So why can't we have that in life? 
Why can't we have that playbook in life? You know what I'm saying? Uh, playbook of or in life, you know? And uh, that's what I try to do, man. I, I, I try to really, really uh, help people um, have a, a real, real amazing uh, quality of life. Yeah, well, so from the article, if I can read a line that you said. You can read? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to make sure. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to hold you accountable, bro. Oh, my God. If you want to get a great interview, you know what I'm saying? It's got to go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? I got to make you work, too. You're keeping me on my toes, man. Yes! I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, too, brother. <laughs> so, um, see what I got here. Um, you said that you, you learned that not everyone is looking out for you, and you have to look out for yourself. And you said that in going to prison really reinforced that how important it is not only to look out for yourself, but to be there for others. Right. Right. And, and then that's the thing that, you know, I say that, you know, I, 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 I kind of had a cheat sheet in life. Yeah. You know why I had a cheat sheet in life, B? Can I call you B? You know, that's when you know you know, you're really my brother. Yeah. So um, my cheat sheet in life was playing sports. You know what I'm saying? And to go back to the, the what you just said, it's just like team camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Helping others to make you, to, to, to build the whole thing, the final goal. Right. So, like, I've always been around guys. You know what I'm saying? I've always been around, you know. I, I have had a losing team. I know what it, I know how it is to lose. I know how it is to win. So it really wasn't, it really wasn't hard for me to, you know, say, hey, man, what's going on? What, what, what's the deal? How can I help you? Yeah. You know, and, uh, I really, I really found myself there. You know, I, you, you, you want to find the positives in every negative situation. When you can do that, you're a badass MF. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. were telling me before yeah. about what was that twenty three and one thing you were telling me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I've had I've had security guards come to me and then I won't get uh, too intricate with it like I did you, yeah. but. He looked at me and he's like, man, he's been there for 30 years, and he's seen athletes, he's seen everybody go through there, in-run guys, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street guy, yeah, he was there, you know, all of his, uh, can you call them constituents, or or you just call them, uh, what do you call them? People is cronies. Cronies. So, um, and he's like, hey, man, you know what? I've never seen anything like it. He's like, you're strong. He's like, and and he's like, I read people all the time. He's like, you're strong. He's like, all these guys are looking at at you, and they are the biggest of biggest of of bosses, and they look to see what you're doing, and they every move you make, what everything you do, they ask for every the the trustee that comes to when I was locked up and when I was in the hole. Because they found a uh, cell phone or whatever else, and everything. I was under investigation. That's another story. <laughs> but and I am not perfect, goddammit. <laughs> Nobody is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, there was like, you know, they paid. You know, one of the guys, and I forgot to tell you this. There was like, they paid the trustee every book that you read and you and you gave back. You had a guy up there that was a big, like, real, real big boss. He paid the trustee. To, to bring the, every book that you read back up to him. Wow. You know, and everything that you was doing, he wanted to know. And he's like, all the guys started doing that. 
You know what I'm saying? Set the example. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was trying to, and then I was like, "Hey, man, he could have just asked me." You know, what I'm <laughs> I would have set it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, it's just kind of a weird thing. It's like, oh, damn, what the hell's going on? But yeah, it was. It was fun, man. I it was. I, I found the positives in it. You know, yeah. and then if I could tell anybody, man, just just find the positives of any bad situation. Yeah. If you if that's where the first thing to start. Yeah. You know, it's like. Damn, I suck at relationships, but I look good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I can meet girls, yeah. I can't keep the relationship. Yeah. So I, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then you like you led by example with what you did in prison, like mm-hmm. trying to lead by example with like I've created this relationship now and I'm teaching this workshop and, right. and you're doing the same thing. And maybe talk a little bit about what you're doing with the mental health. I am. turning something that was unfortunate into a blessing that could impact so many people. Yeah, I mean, with depression, with people that are so depressed, with the um, with the opiate epidemic uh, happening, you know, I, addiction, depression, all of that stuff, man, I really, really care uh, about it because, man, I tell you what, I like, from my concussions, I have migraines. You know, um, I, I have my ups and downs, so I treat my. I go through a lot of therapy a day to to, to live a, a, a better quality of life. And I would be very selfish if I didn't, you know, give that you know recipe to others. You know, so that's what, that's what I'm doing. And then, like I like I have you helping me with a, a workbook. Um, with you know the when it comes to the business world, which has a lot of team concepts in it, yeah. you know, and I just just that 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 cheat sheet that I have, you know, that yeah. that cheat sheet of having a team always with me, you know. I guess you would call it a cliff notes, but I call it cheat sheet. Yeah, no, same, thing. <laughs> same thing, but you know, it's, <laughs> uh, it's no uh, no Bill Belichick, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah. But um, yeah, so. That's what I and, and I really really do that with the athletes that are depressed or, or retired. Man, you know, the funny thing is, athletes that are retired from the NFL are the most depressed. Yeah. You know, and I spent after I retired, I spent five years trying to chase that. You know, trying to chase that 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 feeling again. You know, and, and now. The appreciation wasn't. It wasn't really appreciation because I couldn't really couldn't do anything else. Now, now it's like I want to be wanted. Yeah. And the thirty-two teams don't want you, fucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so, so you got to find another way. Yeah. So I'm just like, dang, really? You that? You that cruel? You know? And, and it is what it is. You know? Yeah. You have to. You know? You have to accept that. And uh, and then that's what that's what really hurt me too. You know? It's just like, man, you know. And even to this day, I'm like, okay, I got to get, I'm training harder and everything else. And uh, my family's like, well, Freddie, what, what did you just do? I'm like, oh, man, I ran 100 gassers. I did this. They're like, bro, you, you're not going back. Yeah. But it, mentally in my brain, that time clock switches and saying, hey, you got to get ready for the season. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. damn, I need to stop doing this. Yeah. You know? So, well, I I watched a documentary called Run Ricky Run. 
mm-hmm. on Ricky Williams' okay. story. Great guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And his story, I mean, I resonate a lot with my past. He had abuse growing up, mm-hmm. and he used football as a way to get that appreciation. And right. he crushed it at uh, UT, and he won the Heisman Trophy. Um, and he was, I think, first overall by the Saints. Yeah. And then he gets there, and like you, he gets that injury. Right. And, and so now... People are you like, passed Whoa. him wearing a wedding dress in Sports Illustrated article. You passed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pass that? He, he, yeah, he was just... <laughs> oh, okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Mike Dicka, yeah, yeah, you passed that yeah, part. But yeah, yeah, where he wore the dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot. Pretty, pretty amazing, though, actually. It a was, lot to that story. Yeah, yeah, it was. It really was. Um, but, but but I think what people don't know as much is, like, that he was suffering and looking for that validation and approval. Right. And then when you break your leg and then when you mm. retire, and then he went to marijuana for his way to try to then fulfill himself and turn into addiction. Right. Um, right. So I think it's just another example of like when an athlete has this outlet to be seen and feel good, mm-hmm. and then you, the average NFL span is three, four years in the league, and then it's not like, even that. Yeah, less. Yeah, it's two now. Two. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. How like what would you say to an athlete who's like you know looking chasing that fulfillment, but they can't play in the league anymore? How do they feel good about themselves now? You know, it's um. It's funny because like a lot of a lot of people wanted to know, hey, have you ever coached? You know, find there's there's a, there's outlets that you can do to 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 really get your mind off of it. If you love the game that much, start coaching. Yeah. Because you know, and and I didn't like I didn't like I didn't I don't think that I loved the game that much. So finding out what what's your true passion. Yes. You know. Is that in one of your mastery classes? That's what you're going to say. Like you're exactly right. What yeah. the hell? I, I need to start a mastery class, huh? Yeah, we'll get you set up. Fridays with Freddie, right? Oh yeah, for right. sure. We'll get you set up. <laughs> but yeah, so say more about that. Like, how can someone find their passion? Um, uh, the, if they can find, they basically find their passion. Uh, I mean, sometimes uh, uh, the world just gives you, you know, uh, uh, um, they give you pointers, and, and it's just uh, once you g- get awareness of of what happens. I mean, oh man, you know, I'm, I'm running around that question, you know, because it is a good question. And maybe um, it, it just came up to me just so it was there, so blatantly there to me. Um, I think with myself finding my passion, I, and I can't even t- let you, I won't even say that I, I, I know that I found it yet. Um, so it's a really a hard question for me to um, to answer um, because I'm still searching. I think you know I'm still searching. No, no matter everything that I go, I've been through everything that you know uh, the trials and tribulations. I'm still searching for that passion. You know every relationship that I'm still in. I mean it's just and I guess that's what drives me. You know, that's what keeps me going because I still want to to find that passion and want to know, you know, you know, what else is out there. Yeah. Well, what do you think you would have done if you didn't play football? I think I would have been a guy like you, man. But I would have, I would, yeah. But I would have been, I would have been on the sales side of it, you know, uh, going out and I would have been like a uh, a pharmaceutical sales like person, but in a like Wall Street. uh, um, area, you know, Wall Street, you know, business type area. So it would have yeah. been, it would have been fun though, man. I think that, and and that's what I would say. What if, you know, that all that that what if, you know, what I'm yeah. saying, what if I would have had a different quarterback, you know, what if this, what if that, you know. So it's uh, it's definitely um, definitely it definitely drives my mind crazy because you know that what if is is it's a big deal. 
And what do you say to someone who inherits tough circumstances? Like they have a lot of natural talent, but then they get to a team and then they have the wrong quarterback or they have the wrong right. coach. How do they stay strong and take responsibility when things are out of their control? You know, and, and it's funny because I always say to me, and when I write a book, I'm going to have this phrase, it's uh, success is, is situational. When you when you're playing in teams, you know what I'm saying, and that 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 would be the that would be the in the index. Success is situational, man. Do not always find, like I said earlier, always find the positives in 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 the worst situations, you know. And what I did too is like, you know what, Freddie, um, you might not get the ball or whatever you want right here, but you're going to bust your ass here because you know what you're doing? You're auditioning for 31 other teams that are looking at film and and, and that are seeing this. And you're auditioning for the coaches that are going to leave this team and go somewhere else and want to build their best uh, uh, team. And they're going to want you on it because they know who you are. So, the people out there, the listeners out there, you know, uh, you just have to find, like I said earlier, find the positives in all negative situations, man. And, um, and, and, and really, really know your value, know what your sense of urgency, what you put into it and, 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 and live a great quality life. Yeah. What are you most grateful for in your life? Oh, man. Damn, why didn't you give me the cheat sheet, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were doing stories yeah, before. I mean, but yeah, you, you have all these great questions, you know what I'm saying? I feel like now I have to give you great answers, man. <laughs> um, okay, so the question was, what am I more what am I grateful in life for? Yeah, what are you most grateful for? Um, I'm most grateful for, and you know what? This is great because I, I love answering this. And because this is very authentic. This is very to the straight dome. Um... I'm grateful that I have a platform to help others. And although I'm not happy with the NFL and how, you know, how many years I played or how many uh, stats I put up or whatever else, which means nothing to me because I knew what I sacrificed and what I surrendered to that to that organization. um, I love that I can use that NFL logo as a platform to help people, to meet people, you know, and I, and I love that. So you, no matter what, you can't take that away from me. You know what I'm saying? And I love that. I met you because we were at an NFL alumni, uh, uh, event at the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, so it's just that platform is amazing. You know, it opens so many doors, right. which is great. And, and, and I use that door opening for, um, for the good yeah. and to help people. So I'm more, I'm so grateful, um, to be able to have an accomplishment as a first round draft pick and be in the NFL to use that platform to help people. So we're about to wrap up here. If you could give kind of one piece of feedback, you know, you gave a lot of amazing advice. to. I listeners. might listen to this again because like, oh, I'm yeah. like, damn, listen to yourself for once. Yeah. Right? This shit is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did, I, did I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> I always listen to my own podcast. But it's great. funny though, the psychologists and stuff, they give out the best, you know what I'm saying? The best uh, stuff, but yet they, they go home and, and they're miserable sometimes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was funny. I remember the uh, what was the uh, what was the movie with Samuel Jackson, Negotiator. 
You remember how he would negotiate um, people, whatever else, and his little daughter, he could not handle her at all. Great movie, you know what I said, but you know, you want my blood? (laughs) Okay, I love it. (laughs) You want me to answer your question so we can close this out? No, no, no. I'm trying to make it interesting here. (laughs) Come on, people. I'm sorry. I'm a nerd. Uh, No, I love that. Um, I was just gonna say, like, we you just dropped a bomb of knowledge on so many different areas mm-hmm. but if you could give people one message of like something that they can go into I got today. it can, can we and when, when I do this because you remember I texted you the other day and I said hey you know what um, how do you uh, trademark and how do you um, you know phrases and stuff yeah, like that yeah can I, can I trademark this phrase right here well and you we'll can figure say it, it and then we will go trademark it alright yeah, right, yeah. Go ahead. so your question to me Freddie Mitchell, first-round draft pick from the Philadelphia Eagles, by the way. Um, <laughs> In the house. Yes. What up? Freddie Burns, give it to him, bro. Energy. Get it, guys. Get it, guys. Okay, I love that. I, I don't know if I, I can't. You're not ready yet. We can't put you in the game yet because you seem too hyped. Nah, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. We're working on it. We'll do the gas after this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> killing me, killing me. So, so um, well, the one thing that I could tell people, and I said it here, but I'm going to say it in a different phrase, which is absolutely amazing. All throughout all my trials and tribulations in life, I learned how to lose. Once you learn how to lose, nothing can stop you. Yeah. So I learned how to lose. And once I found the positive in losing, yeah. once you find the positive in whatever your relationship to make it better, but even if a relationship is going bad, yeah, or it's negative, or, or anything, learn how learn how to lose because winning is great. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, winning is fucking great. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So learn how to lose. Learn how to lose. Trademark that. Freddie Mitchell, former NFL athlete in the house. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people find you if they want to learn more? Uh, my cell phone number is 310. No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> That's my number, man. <laughs> no, uh, you know what? It's, it's funny. I'm very active. I'm, I'm like no other athlete in uh, in the Instagram world and because I'm active. I, like, care about people. So yeah. I, like, I'll reply to them or whatever else. So look at F Mitchell 84 on Instagram I hope they, I don't know if you can say that again we'll drop that in the drop show notes yeah. there'll be a link yeah, yeah. F Mitchell 84 please I, I love followers I love you people and we're all a team on my Instagram yeah and you have another Instagram that people can check out too, yes right? Mindful Vets yes Mindful Vets uh, V-E-T-S um, it's a it's a mental health um, Instagram page for uh, all, all, all military guys that you know are retired or are really doing it now because everybody's a team, yeah. you know. So uh, I, I really do that, and they can. And if you're not a vet, military guy, uh, you can still find links um, that I linked up with uh, just from just regular mental health, feeding the brain, bro. Isn't that great? And I just want to say to your point about finding your passion in life, mm-hmm. and because when I was depressed on Wall Street, unfulfilled, mm-hmm. and then I changed careers to do what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. that's what got me to the Super Bowl. That's what got me connected to you. Wow. That's what made this right now happen. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep going. Just keep going on what I actually love. Right. right? Finding your passion. Yeah, because yeah, right. football made you a ton of money, fame 
trying to fill that appreciation hole. You forgot the women, too. The women, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> no, but you still get that. So is that from football? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm trying to tell myself that. <laughs> I mean, uh, when, when they talk to me, when they hear I'm an NFL athlete, it's just like, oh, okay. Oh, what's up? It's like, okay. When, 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 but, <laughs> no, but, no, uh, but it's good. It's a good It's a good accomplishment, man. I love the platform, you know, but I use it for the good. Absolutely. But we had so many, like, great outs. You know, on, on here, like, man, yeah. you could have ended here. You could have ended here. Yeah. But we keep giving them more, baby. <laughs> kick us out of this room. <laughs> kick us off. We keep giving them more. Man, this oh. is to help people. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> Freddie, I, let's just end on the highest note we've had here. Thank you again so much for coming on the show. No, it's a pleasure.